You are listening to the Seeking Wild Beauty podcast. My name is Harmony Nixon, and I'm a spiritual teacher and healer. And each week, I will be diving deep into topics about spiritual practices, embodied intuition, sacred creativity, conscious living, and the call of soul, all to help you unearth your deepest truth. So grab your journal and get cozy. friends. I hope you all are doing well wherever you are. So I'm really excited today because I've invited one of my clients and students on the podcast to share about her transformative healing journey. And I think today's episode is really beautiful because you can just see how much transformation you can experience even within a year. And so I've been working with Holly um, all of 2022 and watching her bloom and grow has been so beautiful and of course she has transformed through her own healing work and also all that she's learned with the moon Aiki, which has helped her see life in a completely different perspective which is so inspiring yeah, a little bit more about her is she was tired of being depressed of hiding who she was due to the fear of being judged or misunderstood which i mean we can all relate to that i'm pretty sure The Moonaki has helped Holly sink deeper into her purpose, and she's a poet, a writer, an aspiring author and photographer, and she enjoys using her creative work to help inspire other people. She has a passion to lead other people to healing their traumas, especially women, and she believes it's important for all women to come together within sisterhood and hold sacred space for one another. Most importantly, all people come together and hold space for our world. And so I'm really excited for you to get to know her. So get cozy, get your journal, get some something delicious to drink and relax, and let's dive right in. Hello, Holly. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate you coming on to share your healing journey with the Moon Aiki. And so thank you for being here. Thank you so much for asking me to be a part of your podcast. Of course. So let's hop in and just why don't you tell me a little bit about what started you on your healing path? My healing journey began at the age of 27. I was going through heavy emotions after a long-term relationship during that time. I experienced toxicity, not just from him, but as well as his family. It was mental and emotional abuse and it really left me messed up afterwards. After learning cheating was the reason why he did leave. And there were things that his family were saying about me after the relationship was over. Um, It it was extremely horrifying things that I was told they were putting on social media about me. It was basically threats towards my well-being. Mm -hmm. And it was things that I could not, you know, I could have brought to court, but I just thought karma would get them one day. And it was really just too much energy used just to try to do anything like that towards them. I didn't want to be like them pretty much. Um, It did take me down a very dark road and I felt really worthless and abandoned during that time. I felt like I had nobody to to truly talk to because I thought they wouldn't understand the emotions that I was going through. And when I started to venture more into my healing journey, I learned that during this time, I was really going through the dark night of the soul. Mm -hmm. And I basically, I took the alcohol and and I went to party with like the wrong crowd with of people. And I, I allowed so many people to take advantage of me because only because I was a good spirit and I was so good to everybody is basically what I'm talking about. And I truly just believe that I deserve the, this pain that my ex had convinced me that I was basically the problem of why he left when truly I knew deep down I wasn't the problem it was just he had issues of him of himself that he needed to heal as well as his family and so when I first took my when I first took my yurt trip and that's basically when the my life had changed And I began to see the beauty within my soul again, because I was doing something that I've always wanted to do, which was travel, especially Mm -hmm. to Europe. And my, my love for the arts and the books and travel and photography and writing began to came back. And I began to see that light within my creativeness again. 
And so I believe that the universe took me down this path because I needed to learn how to love myself all over again. I needed to stop allowing other people take advantage of my good spirit, my good heart. And I believe that I was basically chosen because they had gifted me, you know, with this light to be a service to the world, to help others come, come to their healing path because they're also chosen as well to be that vessel for these for people out there who are just like me that are empaths and they have a lot of, you know, trauma that needs to be healed. So deep within my soul, I had always known this and I learned real quick that these wounds needed to be healed before I could truly begin the journey towards my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I believe that my purpose was to express my healing story and my journey to help other people be inspired to heal themselves as well. And I, I do know my purpose is through my voice and also through my writing to help heal. Because I've been told from so many people that it's just, sometimes I, I know where the wisdom comes from of just knowing. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you felt the same way too. Mm -hmm. And it's like they've told me that the way I can express myself and the way that I can just do what I'm called to do is just very inspiring to them to also step up. That's and beautiful. and I do believe that I'm being called to be that person to heal my ancestral lineage as well. I've have truly felt that for a long time. So all this led to maybe 16 years of healing that needed to be healed. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so glad now that I have found the light to continue to push on because I don't wish any of what I went through before from age 27 to probably my early thirties on anybody. Is this the hardest thing to go through in life is to seriously heal yourself and to find yourself again. And sometimes you just have to be grateful and thankful that you went through those dark times in life to yeah. actually get you to where you are now. And I have pretty much seen so much growth within myself throughout the whole year, 2022. I think I've been growing for a long time, but I think 2022 was the biggest year for my growth. Plus that's when I met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful being able to watch you bloom like you have. And yeah. I just think it's so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. So what was one of the most transformational experiences you've had through your healing journey? Let's see. Like I was saying, 2022 really has been that year of growth for me. And it's been very challenging. It has kicked my butt in ways. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because it's, it's just really hard living in a world being an empath. And I believe the universe has shown me this year that, you know, truly no one has your best interest at heart and which meant I was going to have to start setting strong boundaries for myself towards other people, even if that meant my closest friends and my family. And I, um, started to learn how to embrace this new way of living but it has not been easy for me of course mm -hmm. because being an empath I have been learning that everyone does not have to have access to my heart and just learning to put myself first set strong boundaries practicing how to give love back to myself and allowing myself to grow through the challenging times it has been transformational for me to learn how to break away from old conditions, especially um, yeah. the ways that, you know, I appreciate the way I was raised, you know, with my parents, because it really has set the bar for us as adults. But I've learned that the conditions that I grew up with is really held me back. And it's been very transformational to see myself grow within letting those conditions go slowly. And that it hasn't been easy because 
you know, and social media doesn't make it easy either. Yeah. As well. But I would say that now I'm living a life where I don't have any apology for setting the boundaries that I do because I know that the boundaries have always been necessary for me so that people doesn't or they don't hate my energy as much as they have in the past. Yeah. So would you say like setting boundaries is something that helps you really feel comfortable in expressing your true self without guilt or shame or needing to people please and things like that? Yes. It's, um, it's been, like I said, it's been a very hard road to get there because I have such a good heart and I care about my closest friends and my family, but I do believe it's extremely necessary for people to do that, to set boundaries and to live their life the way that they want to live it. And because I think your family and your friends are going to love you no matter what, how you live your life. For sure. I think strong boundaries are so important for us to be able to like, let go of doubt and to be on the healing path because, and you know, strong boundaries, like it's not these walls that we're putting up. It's just, you know, this beautiful thing that helps us contain who we are without having to leak our energy everywhere and pick up everyone else's energy. And I think that's really beautiful how that's what you've been working on this year. So that's really powerful. Yeah. So how did you know that you were being called to the moon? I key because we've been working with the moon. I key all of 2022 and yeah, I want you to talk a little bit about that experience and how did you know you were called to it? Well, shamanism has always been a beautiful practice to me and it is something that I've always felt so drawn to seek out and to learn and I've always had this close relationship with the nature nature the nature (laughs) lord of mercy (laughs) the sky and the moons and and the stars and just weather animals etc with being a pisces too um we, we were just natural born you know, beauty seekers and the Celtic and Native American cultures, I've always had an interest in as well. And after learning that I have Celtic ancestors and possibly Native American ancestors, the interest, they're starting to make more sense to me on why I've always had this natural drawn to it. Yeah. And I, I believe I was called to me Nike not only to help continue my own healing journey, but also to follow the same path that my ancestors did as well. And to use my gifts within this practice to help others heal and fulfill their life's purpose too. And use my gifts within the practice to help heal our world, basically. And the Minaki practice is just very beautiful to me. And each rite to the Minaki, ser- you know, serves a purpose for your life. Each one does. And that's why I really can't say I have a favorite because each rite really has blessed me greatly on this journey. Yeah, that's really beautiful. And so you were able to take all that you learned from the Munaiki and apply it practically to your everyday life. Is that right? Yes. That's so beautiful. So tell me, so what does your daily spiritual practice look like now that you've integrated all of these kinds of different practices and you've learned more about who you are and you're setting boundaries? Yeah. So what does your daily practice look like? Well, in the past, I've basically gone outside with our dogs and I'll drink hot tea, watch the sunrise. I'm stepping outside barefoot onto the, you know, onto the grass each morning and looking up at the sky. And it's something that I've always, you know, repeated, even when I lived back home in Tennessee, I would do that. I would do a lot more than I would here because I'm in a city and yeah, and it's really hard sometimes to decompress before you start getting ready for work here because there's traffic and everything else. But, um, but I've always felt this sense of grounding when you first touch your bare feet to the ground. Mm-hmm. And so I do try to do that a lot more now than I used to when I first moved here to the city. But to be honest, I'm still trying to figure out what my daily practice is Mm -hmm. because I, of course, I work full-time every day. And before I had to be at work at eight. So I really didn't 
try to this two men I didn't really do it in the morning time I more so did it in the afternoon I'll do my daily practice and I think that really helped me decompress from the day as well but now since I don't have to be at work till nine o'clock in the morning I'm going to really start this year you know just getting up regularly at a certain time just to actually go back outside on a nice morning of course and just sit out there because I have noticed that the more I do that each morning, that's when my mind begins to basically write. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've had those moments where you go outside and that's when you're just the words start coming together. Mm -hmm. And that's just where I always have felt that sense of, you know, and the moon I key has really helped me write so much better and so much more it's like I can sit out there with my tea and just I can just see beauty in everything like the birds singing or the colors of the sky changing and of course there's been some mornings I've gone out there a little too early and the stars are still out there and so I think that's really amazing but this year is going to be my main focus to really put more work into my daily practice in the mornings to help set the day for me and as well as trying to do something in the afternoons um because I really do believe that 2022 had was my year of learning all of this and learning more of my spiritual practice and what it's going to look at look like for me and I think 2023 is where I'm really going to actually begin that practice a lot more for myself Cause I do feel at peace every time I actually sit here at my sacred space and just actually make that effort to enjoy being in your sacred space a lot more. Yeah. I find spiritual practice. It's so beautiful to like, take that time to go within since, you know, the world is so extroverted and like, there's so much like, go, go, go. You have work, you've got the schedule, you got the busy thing going on. And even just taking a few minutes to go within, it really does set the tone for the day. And I love that so much. Now, have you found that the things that you learned um, throughout your healing journey that now like your mind works different? So like for me, I feel like, yes, I have a spiritual practice. It kind of changes. I don't have any one set thing that I do, but it's more of like my mindset. And in the moment of like, I don't, um, like respond to things the way I would like if some if a trigger comes up it's like in the moment I'm working on that within do you find that that is something that you've been able to implement into your life as well if like just being able to have a different lens rather than do you know what I mean yeah I've with me like you were talking about triggers I have felt like triggers are much easier for me to actually deal with Mm -hmm. I may get upset within that moment when something triggers me but then sometimes I just have to like come back to myself and be like this will pass work to this trigger don't let it upset you and it's really hard it's really hard not allowing everything like irritate you or upset you but I have found you know with the classes that you know I've had with you and learning the different ways of coming to your sacred space, I have really found that the way that I think and the way that I my mind just works now is I can tell a difference with how much more peace it is. Mm. It's like I don't like get mad, so upset over some trigger that somebody caused for me. It's just it's really hard to explain to where people would understand, but it's just, I feel so much better now with handling things that I used to. And, and I just love how I can just come back to myself and, and just forget about what that trigger was even about, because I'm learning how to heal it much, much quicker and much better than I used to. And it sounds like, because this is something that's happened to me as well, like on my own healing path of like when I used to be triggered and I would, you know, get so mad and blame the other person in my own mind, I'm not a very confrontational person, so it would be in my own mind. But um, it was when I switched out of victim consciousness that I didn't start taking things so personally anymore. And, you know, if somebody says something and they say something to piss me off, 
I'm just like, you know, they probably didn't mean it that way. And if they did, they're probably just projecting their own shit. And it honestly has nothing to do with me. And that's kind of where the healthy boundaries come in of like, I have boundaries to not let things be so personal. I'm not a victim. Everyone's just living their life, doing their thing. And um, yeah, so that's kind of like how I'm reflecting back what you just said. Um, yeah, I think it drives me more crazy when people... I guess since I've worked with my healing a lot more than other people, which is what I'm guided to help other people with. Yeah. It does drive me crazy when people do go into that victimized mindset because it's, it's very unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I have learned through my healing that it's extremely unhealthy to put yourself through that as I used to all the time. And I've learned how to just, if I'm, if my mind starts to push me right into that zone, I just, I try so hard to pull myself out and be like, you're not a victim. Whoever said this to you is like you said, just projecting their hurt and their pain onto you. And instead of being a victim to that, we should probably try to help that person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you can within that moment, because sometimes some people just don't want anybody's help during any moment but if you can say something that just kind of changes their perspective um I think it's really really beautiful to do that for people definitely so um since everyone is unique how do you find the spiritual practices that feel good for you So, you know, like you were talking about spending 2023 building your spiritual practices and different things like that, that are something for you to come to. Like, it sounds like you're wanting to make it a part of your routine. So how are you, how are you going to know what works for you? And like, so if some, I'm asking this question because there's probably many people who are listening, who are wanting to build a spiritual practice and, you know, they're like, should I do it this way? Should I do it this way? How do you know what works for you? Because you, like you said, you went, you go out with your tea in the morning with your dogs and you kind of made it your own little thing. Um, so yeah, so how do you find what works for you? I have found that it comes to me naturally. Mm-hmm. And I just use my intuition, basically. And I, I And also I listen to my soul and what it wants me to learn for the day, the week, two months. However, I'm putting you know, the daily practice together. And I just ask my ancestors and my guides or the universe, you know, do they have any messages for me? Um, What are these signs that I see? Because one animal that I see all the time now is a hawk. Mm. So, and I know they mean messages, basically. They're the messengers. But I also think it's just my spirit animal right now. It's just telling me to help me step into that leadership and everything. So. I just basically use whatever comes natural to me. I ask them for the guidance for, you know, that day, the week or the month, the year, because now we're in a new year yeah. and just, you know, ask what d- divination tools they want me to use. If it's cards or if it's just writing um, or just sitting in just my sacred space and just be quiet, you know, just to listen to the, you know, their messages naturally. And I, I just, I truly love sharing my sacred space with, with followers on social media, because I also think that right there kind of helps other people feel okay with, with sharing what they do every day. Cause you know, in this world, everybody who steps into this, they're, you know, with all the conditions and stuff, they're really afraid to show what they do every day because they're afraid of being judged. Mm-hmm. So that, you know, naturally comes to me because I want to help other people be okay and feel okay and confident that they can do that as well. And just to help them step into their own gifts and their own practices more. Yeah. And, but like, like I said, you know, things just come so naturally, naturally to me. And I think using your intuition is extremely important when it comes to your daily practices. When did you feel that switch of being able to, um, like on the healing journey, I feel like that there's a part to where we really were able to hear our souls speaking and our guides speaking. What was that process for you to be able to actually begin to hear your inner 
voice and your intuition and trust and allow it to lead you. When I stopped being stubborn. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we get the hell out of our heads, right? <laughs> yes. Because as a Pisces, you know, we stay, I mean, you've got Pisces placements, you know, yeah. we stay in our minds a lot and being an actual Pisces with a Pisces um, son, it's like, I have, it's strong within my chart. So, and it's, it's just so hard to get out of my own head about mm -hmm. everything. And so when I stopped being stubborn and just began to just allow my soul to be just quiet, that's when I began to hear and listen much more. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that 2002 has been about is really focusing more on my intuition and just listen, quit being so anxious and stubborn and just listen because you are at more peace. I feel like when you do just get out of your head. Oh, it's so true because like, I feel like doubt is the thing that keeps, cause I honestly, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> you wouldn't think it because I'm like a full blown teacher and I, this is what I do, but I'm very, sometimes I'm like, I need to be grounded here. Is this good? And sometimes the doubt will take over. And then mm -hmm. that's where I'm staying in the mind. It's like, fuck the doubt, you know, like, fuck it, make it go. And, you know, when I'm able to realize that like that a soul experience and intuitive experience has nothing to do with anything physical, it's a completely different realm. So it's not going to have a practical thing. It is not, it's not a everyday kind of like solid thing that you can experience. It's a, an emotional and a spiritual experience. And like when I learned to step out of the doubt and quit doubting myself is I feel like when my intuitive voice was able to be so strong and it has led me into such a life of beauty and being able to handle the storms that come my way, being able to handle like things that go on and juggle many different projects and things like that. And, you know, it sounds like that's what you've done too, is like really been able to sink in and just let that weird shit go. <laughs> it's hard. It's so hard to get out of your mind. And and it's funny when Taylor and I start talking sometimes about certain things. He's like, you just got to get out of your mind. <laughs> it's like, I was like, wow. He's <laughs> the first relationship I've ever been in that, that tells me you're just in your mind too much. <laughs> it's always good to have that grounding. I was just talking yes. to my husband last night and I was like, oh my gosh, I love helping people on their healing journey, but he keeps me fucking grounded. And he's, <laughs> he's there for me when I need to work through stuff. And, you know, our, our people are, are grounding and I love that. So, so how does your spiritual practice help you stay balanced in your everyday life and like, or not even just your spiritual practice, but just this new way of living, you know, cause it sounds like you've shifted from one way of living into another one with a completely different lens, you know, not looking for the stuff going wrong in life. It seems like you seek beauty everywhere you go. And, um, yeah, how does that new mindset after healing help you stay balanced in your everyday life? The biggest thing that helps me stay balanced is just coming to my spiritual space mm -hmm. and just, you know, sitting in my chair within my sacred space. And when I first light my candle at the altar and I just feel the sense of peace. And it's like, there's like, to me, I feel like there's just so much buildup of magic within this whole entire room. Yeah. And when I open up sacred space, I feel so connected to the lineage and my guides and my ancestors. And like I was saying before, um, I, I just feel like they're just jumping for joy when I finally hear. And they're like, we can finally talk to you because mm -hmm. you're in your space. No one's around you bothering you. And I just feel like just being here helps me stay balanced. And when I'm outside of this space, just, you know, taking the things that I've learned from you and the things that come naturally to me, like, you know, with work or when I'm out in town going grocery shopping or when I'm driving down the road to go somewhere, you know, people will test you on the road a lot. And also when you're shopping, I just, I try to just, block out the noise, I guess. And it helps me stay really balanced within myself. And I think sometimes, you know, the universe or your guys or ancestors will try to test you to see if you are balanced or test you on going right into that balanced self 
when you start to feel anxious and just, I guess, exhausted and tired because with being an empath, you know, you know, it too, you feel everybody's energy everywhere you go. Yeah. And, but the main thing that helps me stay balanced is just coming here to my space and just allowing them to, you know, the lineage and the, my guides and the, the ancestors and universe just talk to me, just having them here on my side just helps me stay balanced. Because if I know that my boyfriend or my family or my friends don't understand me within that moment, I can always come here or talk to you yeah. or anybody else. Um, and it helps me come back to where I need to be connected more and balanced more within myself. And I think that's a really great thing to have is to just have that space because I can tell you when I sit down and I start doing maybe cards because mm -hmm. now I'm trying to do my cards and then write down the, you know, the messages I get from what they're trying to tell me. And so I can actually have that there to go back to, you know, maybe a month forward and look at how far I've come within a month. So, but when the cards start coming out, and I start seeing what the messages are like intuitively. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, I really needed this today. <laughs> yeah. I think that's awesome that you use tarot and Oracle card. I think you use more Oracle cards and stuff. And I think that's, it's a beautiful self-reflective tool and it can really help like sink into your intuition. And I love using tools like that. And you always have the most beautiful cards that you share online. I think they're so pretty. <laughs> it's funny too, when maybe... I try to do it like once a month, mm -hmm. might do it a little bit more throughout the weeks of the month, but I don't try to do it a lot because if you do it every day, the same messages are going to come up. So, but I think it's so funny to me when I do it a month out after the first time that I sat down and, and did, you know, cards and everything, maybe one card to come back out. That's the same as the month before. I'm thinking, well, that's what I'm still working on. But this is what I'm moving forward towards. But the last one I did was right before Christmas and eight cards came out. Ooh. So I was just like, wow. But I think it was also coming into the new year because we were getting close to the new year. They were letting me know basically what 2023 was going to be like. And I think this is going to be a, a year of change for me. It's like people are going to really see me in a whole different way because I've been keeping a lot of things secret and a lot of things to myself. That's good. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and I think they're going to be really shocked to see this other side of me. Mm -hmm. I think you kind of know what it is, I'm <laughs> I'm, what I've been working on, but yeah, I think it's going to really show my family how much I've grown to within the past six years, within the past year. So but yeah, going back to saying, you know, you're saying balanced, just being in this space really, truly, you know, guides me and keeps me balanced within myself. That's awesome. And it, yeah, I feel like the same with, you know, my practice, it just helps me with everything. It helps me in all my interactions and in all of my relationships. It helps me in my work, mm -hmm. in my if I have an anxiety fit, you know, or fear comes up, it helps me in everything. So it's just so beautiful to see how it works with different people. And so obviously, I mean, obviously, I'm pretty sure the answer is yes. But do you believe that our intuition is important for everyday living and not just for people who are naturally intuitive, but for everyone to kind of develop their intuition? Yes, I think it's extremely important to use your intuition every day because it does help you learn so much about who you are and what you are capable of. Mm -hmm. And your intuition is, you know, basically your soul speaking to you and it, it knows, it always knows what's best for you. Either you want to listen to it or not. You will always, and I've found myself in this countless times, you will always not use your intuition. And then a day or two down the road, you're like, I should have used my intuition because yeah. I knew better. And it's that's much stronger for me now than it used to be as I'm listening to it now. But, you know, sometimes I've felt like in the past that when I'm, when people come to me for advice, 
because I'm basically using my intuition, especially now, because I'm using it much stronger now. I think they've undermined my capabilities mm-hmm. because I'm sure sometimes they thought I was crazy because I would tell them something and then they did not believe me because, you know, I didn't expect them to take, you should never expect anybody to take their, you know, take your advice. You hope that they listen to you, but they have free will. They'll do whatever they want to do. Yeah. But whether they believe me or not, I was just using my intuition and I know basically where this wisdom comes from. I think I just have such an old soul and I just know things because it just comes naturally to me. It's a gift that I've always had and I'm more in tune with it now. But I do sometimes wonder if they believe me now after if if some things have happened like I've told them before. But But I think it's very, very important for everybody to use their intuition because it really does help guide you in life. It really does help you see who you are on a soul level. And when I started to really use my intuition about things that were maybe good for me or truly bad for me, I began to see myself grow more within who I was on a soul level. And that's why I basically think it's important for everybody to use And like you said, sometimes it comes naturally to you and sometimes it does take practice to use your intuition. Yeah. But it's just like a spiritual muscle. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. I definitely feel like intuition is important for everyone because, you know, it's, it's our natural way of being. And I feel like with, you know, how, first of all, technology has kind of like overtaken the world, you know? And, you know, sometimes we forget to come back to ourselves and to listen to those little inner nudges and stuff. And I think a lot of times some people are scared to listen to their intuition because they know that they're not happy where they are and their soul's guiding them into a fulfilled life, but they're afraid to let go of the shit that has caused them pain just because they're kind of attached and comfortable in being in that, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's like, if we're carrying all these wounded stories, sometimes like a shitty life and like a shitty way of living, it feels comfortable because that's what you're used to. And so like when you start opening up and healing, it can almost be scary because it's like, wow, I have to make a lot of changes. It's not have to, but it's like your soul's just guiding you like, hey, you want this life over here where you feel fulfilled and happy and you're surrounded by people you love and you can see them for who they are. They could see you for who you are, but you're going to have to let some of this stuff go, you know, so it can kind of be scary at the beginning. But, um, you know, the more like we open our intuition, the more we'll be slowly guided. It doesn't have to be a huge tower moment where everything falls all at once. It's just one step at a time. Like, listen to your inner nudges, trust yourself and, you know, let go of doubt. Like, that's my, that's, that needs to be my motto. Let go of doubt. (laughs) Go into tower moments. I used to be so afraid of tower moments and I knew intuitively what was going on. This was a tower moment. But now I'm just, I had right, I just let the whole wall crumble on me now <laughs> because crumble, bitch, crumble. Because <laughs> you can't run away from it. Because no matter how much you try to run away from it, it's hard. And now you just need to embrace, like, you know, I've always said, you need to embrace the good times and the bad. Mm-hmm. Just like you need to embrace your dark before you can actually start embracing your light. And I, like you were saying, technology, I think feeds more into the dark, which keeps us so conditioned to this old side of ourselves. And it keeps us so comfortable with being with who we've always been and living that victimized life. And it's just so hard to actually see the light within yourself because I truly believe, yes, there's evil people, people everywhere. But I truly believe every single person high has that um, that light within themselves. And that's where I go back to my purpose. And of course, your purpose is to lead people to that healing to where they can find that light. And that's why it's just very important to use your intuition in every single thing you do in life, because you will learn so much about who you are, where you've been, and then you can look a year on down the road and you're you're just going to be like, wow, I did that. Yeah. And and that's exactly what I've done 
the last two weeks of the year is reflected back on how much growth, like you said, bloomed, how much I have bloomed with since meeting you in last February yeah. to now. And going back to being balanced, sisterhood keeps you very balanced. Yes. <laughs> Oh, speaking of Patreon, have you like checked out the new card spread that I posted in there? It's like the 2023 illumination spread. I looked at it, but I haven't really sat down to actually do it yet. Oh my gosh. You're gonna have to tell me how it goes when you try it. Cause I, I did that and I worked it out and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is good. I was wanting to talk about <laughs> it and like story weavers and oh my gosh, I love that. And I feel like the sisterhood is like coming together with other people monthly you know, and following the cycles of the moon, I feel like it's so beautiful. And then we can come together and talk about all of this stuff because mm -hmm. not, I mean, I know what it feels like to be in a place where not many people are kind of walking the same path. And so you really feel a little bit isolated, at least in sharing this kind of stuff. So that's why I really believe like online communities are so important, especially, you know, like when we can get together and say, Hey, this is what I've been dealing with. It's been fucking crazy this month. And the other person is like, yeah, it's been fucking crazy. Can we all do some freaking healing work, please? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, going to your intuition, the biggest thing I've had to learn is to strip away the conditions mm -hmm. because my intuition is guiding me in a different direction than how I was raised. And, you know, I appreciate, you know, how my parents raised us, because like I've said before, it really set the bar to how we're living as adults today. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my siblings have, you know, beautiful families, as well as my little sister just got married, you know, last night. And it's just, we each have our own way of living. It's just, I have always felt like, I was the different sibling out of all of them because I feel like my purpose is so much higher, not to say it's higher than theirs, but because it's no, no, it's not always higher than anybody's, but I felt like my journey is going a different direction mm -hmm. than how I was raised. And that's because I have that gift that, of that wisdom, that voice, you know, either it's through talking or through writing it's so much, it's like I said, I've been chosen mm -hmm. and it can be very stressful when you feel like you've been chosen, but, um, but just using your intuition to allow you to go to strip away those conditions and live your life the way you're supposed to live it. I think not only do you bless other people, but you also bless yourself. Yeah. And you start to embrace yourself and love yourself much more as well. So just using your intuition to just to put yourself on the right direction, the right path is, is very beautiful to me. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. And, you know, if people are being called, like, how do you know if you're, you know, called to a certain path? It's because you just can't get away from it and you just crave it and you have a deep passion for it. And, you know, like, that's how you know that if you're, you know, walking a different path, it's like that doesn't resonate with you and you resonate with something completely different. And so like our path, you know, it just calls us, even if it doesn't make sense. And mm -hmm. I think that's sometimes hard coming out of, you know, like, I think we both came, um, like both of our families were Christian and we were that growing up and it's mm -hmm. not that it's bad. It's just different. And it's not what calls to our souls. And, um, and so like, if you, if you are wondering if you're being called for anyone who's listening, it's, you know, you're being called if that's like all you can think about and that's all you want to explore. And you have a different kind of way about you to where, you know, you're just called to a certain culture and studying that or study the old ways or study paganism or whatever it may be, you know, that's how, you know, like if you want it and you're loving it and you just keep getting drawn to it, you're being called. <laughs> yeah. I believe that. Yeah. So what has been your biggest takeaway that you have mentally noted to yourself over the last year of your healing journey, since it's been such a profound year for you? That, you know, you're basically human, no matter what life throws at you. Mm -hmm. um, it is okay to have a, a negative emotions because that, that negative energy needs to leave your soul somehow and just feel into the emotions and let them go embrace and love who you are regardless and set health, healthy boundaries for yourself towards others. 
continue to practice that self-love in any form and always remember that you are deserving of a beautiful life. And for us, you know, sisterhood is very important. (laughs) I feel like it's been very much so important to me, like I said, because it helps me stay balanced when I am in the gathering with all of you. And, but going back to, you know, we're all human, we all fail, but it's how you handle that feeling that you get. And like I said, you know, it's, it's okay to have any negative emotion towards anything. It's just, you have to find that balance to pull yourself out of that dark moment. And then also try to find the beauty within it too, because I feel like it's, it's helping you grow as a human. I think being human is probably the biggest challenge anybody can go through. (laughs) (laughs) It's a wild ride. (laughs) So how do you seek beauty in your everyday life? With, with being a Pisces, I've said it many times, we, um, we see beauty in everything. It's just now I'm more attuned since I've started learning the Munaki it just, I'm more in tune with the beauty of life and everything. It's just always knowing how to find the light within any person in yourself and also any situation. And sometimes, you know, that is what gets me in trouble is seeing that beauty within anybody, no matter how terrible of a person they can be. <laughs> I always have this hope within myself that they can be a very good person because I've seen it. I've always seen that potential in people. And I have learned that that is one of the most reasons why some people I think misunderstand me is because I'm very vulnerable. But I think being vulnerable is very beautiful to me. I used to not think it was because I didn't understand when I would be vulnerable and so caring and loving towards people and then they did me wrong. But now I've learned how to heal that and just understand that my vulnerability is beautiful. If nobody accepts it, then it sucks for them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I just seek beauty by finding finding it in everything I see and everything that I do and feel. And that beauty can be within a sunrise, a sunset, you know, landscapes with weather, You know, I'm always so drawn to storms and I'm sure there's a reason why I am. (laughs) And of course, animals and this natural, natural, I cannot talk right today, nature. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just within people. And then of course you have the moon and the stars, but I think it's very important that on your worst day, you should always try to make yourself seek beauty. Because like I said, it's going to be, helping you grow and learn within that dark time, that dark moment of your day, your week or your month or year (laughs) or life (laughs) or life in general. Yes. But, but yeah, that's how I see beauty. I just, you know, I find it in anything around me because I think the more you practice that, the more you'll start seeing yourself grow and change into who, who you're supposed to be. That's beautiful. Well, do you have anything else that you want to share before we close up and just anything that's on your heart or anything? Yes. Um, The message I just want to leave for people is that, you know, healing your past wounds is very important because you cannot have a healthy relationship with other people or yourself if you do not heal properly. Practicing self-love and putting yourself first Learn from your past and allow it to help you grow within who who you are meant to be. Life is not easy and people do not make it any easier for you. Forgive the people who have hurt you and just forgive yourself for allowing them to hurt you as well. And only wish the people who have hurt you happiness. Do not ever send them ill intentions because that karma will come back to you three times more. (laughs) I've seen it happen with people. (laughs) And the one thing in life we all share is pain, no matter the situation. So respect other people's, you know, their opinions and what they believe in. 
your opinion and beliefs are never the same. And respect other people, no matter their religious, spiritual culture, ethnic origin, race, or sexual orientation. They may live and believe differently than, than all of us, but that doesn't mean they have to live just like you. And I say that because I've seen it much more. It's becoming more of a thing that people want you to live the way they're living. And it's just, I guess with social media, it's just people use that against other people. Yeah. And then believe in yourself and believe who you are, that you are deserving of, a li of living a beautiful life. If you get a chance to travel the world, please take that chance, experiencing seeing how others live because you will learn a lot from them. And we all have a purpose in this life. And I do believe part of that purpose is to heal our souls and use our stories to help others heal. And to, today more than ever, we need to come together and help heal our world. And I think that's very important today than it was yesterday because like I said, you know, social media is one of the main places that people go to, to hurt other people. And I've had it happen to me on so many occasions. And I just think we all as humans need to really start coming together and living the way that we're supposed to with respect and love for others. Thank you so much for sharing that and just thank you so much for being here. This has been a lovely conversation and I really hope that all the listeners, I know they, I'm sure that they have gathered some things, hopefully had their journals out, maybe taking some, some little bites of wisdom, but thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for asking me to be a part of your podcast. I really have enjoyed this. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to book a healing session or a mentor with me, you can go to my website at seekingwildbeauty.com. You can connect with me on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Seeking Wild Beauty. If you want to support this podcast and join a community of magical women on the healing path, go to patreon.com forward slash Seeking Wild Beauty. Here, you can receive the support on your self-healing journey and become a part of the Story Weaver Circle that I host online every full moon, where we reweave the stories of our lives, letting go of all the old and embracing the new. I'll connect with you soon. I hope you have a lovely week.